pinnacles of science and engineering it took to recover this gold, gold, gold. Welcome to All Gold Everything, a podcast that is giving the people what they want. I am one of your hosts this evening. I am Heidi B. I'm Sandy. And we are going to have a great show tonight. We got tons of stuff to talk about. First of all, the Powerball is up to $750 million. That's a whole lot of money. That is a whole lot That's of money. Like imaginary numbers. That has a little I, a little lowercase I, and then uh-huh. $750 million. Yeah. Uh, the, it's the, imaginary. the dream of beautiful septum piercings is still alive it's with alive. that kind of money. That's for sure. For sure. I'm ready for it. Yeah, and uh, no decisions are final on how we're splitting it yet still, so we still have some time to organize and get together on that. Yeah, we have time to figure it out. We know that Joey's not getting any because he passed on taking the ticket. Is yeah. that <laughs> He said it was mine. He said it's yours. <laughs> Write that down. Write it down. Write it down. Some lawyer out there. <laughs> so Because I'll hire you when I'm a multimillionaire. That's right. You can just keep them on retainer every second of the day. Mm-hmm. So write that down. He said <laughs> it's yours. Uh, you, that's basically a receipt. That's a receipt. That's a receipt. <laughs> we have, it's documented. Documented. Done yeah, and put, done. Put that in the divorce papers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. JK. Uh, no, J- <laughs> Never. JK. Never. Uh, one, we had a lot of crazy stuff happen this week. A lot of great stuff happened this week. One of the greatest things that happened this week is that Sandy and her running crew completed the Wildwood Trail and Forest Park from end to end. From end yeah! to end. So good. It was so fun. Yay, look at the photo. <laughs> if you're watching us on YouTube, Mark has a photo up right now of some glitter signs made by yours truly uh, that were at mile 11 and 25, just to make sure everyone was pumped up about being out there doing all those miles. Yeah, that's oh, the finish. That's, that's when we were done. <laughs> that's a great picture of the finish. I love that. We were I chilling. Just can't believe everyone looks so casual. Yeah, we like, were just chilling. Nobody I- even looks sweaty. Well, look at, can we talk about Mamiko's hair? Yeah. Um, she just ran 30 miles and her hair looks like she just got out of the shower. I know, like, that's what I'm like, saying. Not, like got out of the shower and did her hair, not like got out of the shower and it's wet. I was like, Mamiko. Yeah. Like, it's did, like you, did you just put a wig on? Like what, what happened? I had, so me, I'm trying to tie up my braids because... Uh-huh. They were dreadlocks. Yeah. They just, my braids turn into dreadlocks. So that photo was captured as I was trying to tie them up because they were such a mess. Yeah. It was amazing. It was super fun uh, to be a part of, if only for the signage. I was so stoked about it. I got set up in the wrong spot and all I could think was like, yes, it was important to me. And that was because I read the, I mean... uh, whatever I got set up in the wrong oh, spot and oh, I, I have receipts on that too <laughs> you read it wrong I read it wrong you I think I read it, it. wrong you I think did. I I yeah I was trying to tell you like I think you sent the right thing but I so it doesn't matter I it got does, to where I was supposed to be doesn't matter and, um and I was but I was panicking about where I was and so and, and really I was like oh my god I have to be there for them for their food like I d- I know what it's like to even run 10 miles and I don't want you guys to have to wait around but then part of me was like oh my god I have to get their signs up I have to get the signs up I mean you killed it it, it was it was it was um um, we all had to be flexible and adaptable mm-hmm. because, I mean, it, it was actually funny and it, and it, and it doesn't matter mm-hmm. because that's the kind of thing that happens on race day. And it's like, I should have gone out there during the week to no, confirm. It was fine. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. it was fine, but it was funny because to roll up on where we thought you would be and uh-huh. where I had been telling people for weeks you would be, and uh-huh. there was nobody there. We were all like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of a weird feeling, but uh-huh. at the same time, 
all of us, with the exception of Joey, knew that we were running 30 miles. So another two miles to a Coca-Cola mm. is like no big deal. So I would have been so in tears. <laughs> it, it really was. It really was fine. But the two biggest babies about it did happen to be the two men. <laughs> and I won't say any more than that. Oh, shoot. Um, well, I, I, it was just really cool to be able to um, so be out there and have the signs for you guys and talk to other. Oh, there oh. we are. Oh, there we are. We're in Mykonos. Now we're in Mykonos. Yes. Uh, which is really what you deserve a vacation in Mykonos after running 35 miles I'd say yeah no no <laughs> yes yes <laughs> yeah no but I, I do want to say yes. the um to be able to set up like legit aid stations mm-hmm. on a run like this it really made the run incredible so thank you so oh, much the um and and people the people who ran with me who mm-hmm. I kind of tried to recruit you know yeah. I sent out um, we put email. a call out here. Yeah, we put a call out here, and I recruited these people, and I did feel a sense of responsibility. So, so I felt really good to get the feedback about how wonderful, like Mamiko thought it was yeah. to have like she was like bragging on social media about the legit aid stations yeah, and the cool. glitter signs, and to see like Mamiko and Libby and Tanner like just really get a, a morale boost and a lift from from the aid stations and the glitter sign. Like it really made it special. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so thank you so much. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. And tell us about the recovery. I mean, now, so for me, I have run a marathon. You and I have run marathons together, which is about 10 miles short of the distance you guys did on Saturday. Four. It was like 30.1 miles is what oh, we did. Oh, I was thinking 35. Okay. No. Uh, still uh, a lot. Those four miles are big miles at the end. <laughs> I don't think it can be overstated the difference between 26.2 miles and 31.5. I have to tell you, I felt like a champ. The last yeah. five 5.5 miles are Germantown where we had an aid station to the end of the trail uh-huh. and I felt like a champ like I nailed it I had not a fear in the world oh, it so was good. a nice like and so like you hit the marathon mark like right after you dropped down out of Germantown uh-huh. and it was like this I got this yeah so so yeah it's it's good there is nothing better than a confident athletic experience I think and how has it been in the days afterwards I Double actually okay. So the one thing I I have to say yes. is um, it was a it was I think the best part of the experience was the group experience, especially because uh-huh. I wasn't actually loving training at first. During mm-hmm. the training, I got this big wind and I was feeling good and I was feeling more like myself. And I'm like, yes, this is what I wanted. This I do is why recall I'm doing that phase. This. Yep. But then I kind of dropped down into winter. Um, gloomy mode and I'm like I want my days off back I'm never doing this again yada, <laughs> well you yada. trained through some really gnarly weather I'm right like, I mean so <laughs> this is what's crazy like we were running training in the snow mm-hmm. and the mud and all this and then so we go out on this day and it's like the most beautiful spring day yeah. so when I was out there, there were stretches where I was alone because what we would do is we would kind of split up uh-huh. like the faster ones were up ahead and then mm-hmm. we would stop and we would kind of wait for the slower ones to catch up so yeah. that we could all be in a clump together. Nice. So um, there were a lot of times in that that um, I was kind of just running on my own mm-hmm. and it was like it hit me so hard because all the other times I'd been out there, it was like the worst mud I've ever run in <laughs> yeah. or, or like snow and ice yeah. where I'm like... There, there were times when I was lucky there was a tree there or else I would have like tumbled down the ravine. Sure. So now I'm running and it was a beautiful spring day. It was sunny most of the time. The birds were chirping and yeah. you know those tiny little like warbler birds? They're yeah. all out. Yeah, they are. They're yeah. all out all over They're the trail. Like, hey. And it was like the sights, the sounds and the smells of spring literally carried me all over the trail. Oh, I had an incredible beautiful. experience. So I'm laying in bed um, either the, I think it was just the, the next day or maybe the day after. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I want to do it alone on my next weekend off. Oh, 
I just want to do it where I just want to go out there and run on that trail again and run it straight by myself. Yeah. Like just to like, you know, see what I could do. And my body feels great. Yeah. It felt like a training run. So my body feels great. So I feel like I could totally do it. But then I'm like, well, wait, maybe I better go for a run before I make such proclamations. (laughs) So that's my um, style to do something like that too. Yeah. But I went for, I went for a run and I mean, I just, I'm really grateful for a strong body right now because I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to do it again next weekend. Ah, that's so that's cool. What I'm trying to say. Are you going to do it? Are you really going to do it next weekend? I'm thinking about it. My next weekend off. I yeah. work this weekend, but I'm thinking about it my next weekend off. Well, one of the things I was talking about when I got to the right place and I got set up, I was talking to a trail runner who was stretching or whatever and who was interested in all the snacks that I had laid out there. And she was, she and I were talking about um, a long run she had done. I don't know if she had done end to end. I can't remember what. I think she had. And she was like, well, where are the ending? Newberry or Germantown? And I'm like, oh, New Newberry or Newburg or whatever, past Germantown. And she's like, oh, well, she was implying that maybe some people think that Germantown is the end, that there is some confusion about like what really is the end or something. Anyway, that's all not really important. The important part is that she was saying that she had done it and like they ended up doing it in torrential rain or something. And, and I was like, you know, and that's the thing is like you just, you have to plan so far in advance. You have to set a date so that you can work backward to train for it. And then like, you got to hope that it's not like the worst rain Portland's ever seen or like a snow, snow apocalypse on the day. And just like what a universal like gift to show up and have it be like yeah. 55 and sunny well, with I've, the birds out. I've, I kind of learned that a long time ago. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's what the training runs are for, for you to get dumped on, for mm. you to be get snowed on, for yeah. you to get a migraine. Mm. Yes, that happens. Um, I had a migraine during a race mm-hmm. and, and it's like, so, you know, anything can happen. Yeah. And so like, that's what training runs are for. So yeah. uh, we never, the group of us never spent any time going, Oh, we hope it's a nice day. Right. It's like, y- we know we're going to get what we get and we're going to run through it. No Crank matter it out, what no it matter is. What. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so awesome. Well, congratulations. It was amazing. Thank you. It was super cool. And, uh, it was just great. It was awesome. So, so yeah. happy about it for you. Well, thanks again for your uh, support. You are welcome. You made the day. Uh, my glitter sign Wonderful. service is available. If you want to fly me to your event, I will absolutely come and make yes. some glitter signs. You don't have to put, like we can split the costs, whatever. I'm open to that. Just hit me up. Um, DM me. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> we can split the cost. No, you will pay her <laughs> for the flight, her hotel there we and go. supplies. Excellent. And then you're going to buy her a real nice Actually, dinner. Actually, you can just DM at the real Sandy J. She's my agent now. Yeah. Let, let, let me take care of that yeah, for that'll you. Be good. And then you can there give her all the There will be no receipts. splitting the cost. <laughs> Jesus. Awesome. Um, okay. So I got to move us into this correction corner piece for a minute. So we're at correction corner. Correction section. Okay, so some of you may recall that last What's episode. What's your recollection? <laughs> That's good. I like that. Some With of you may an inflection have a recollection Go. of last week that um, I, last week we were talking about Facebook for oh because it was down and I was mentioning that I happened to have had Facebook in college. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, you're so young. Okay. So first of all, it turns out that's a lie. Oh. <laughs> I didn't, I did not consciously lie it, but, um, I got a text message from my friend, a, a friend that I went to high school with in my graduating class, my friend Christopher. So he texted me, he said, oh my God, I recommended, I'm listening to your podcast all the time. You guys are great. And I recommended it to my friend Taya who lives in DC. So first of all, hey, Taya. Hey, Taya. hey girl, how are you? Uh, and he said that Taya was listening to it and loving it, which is awesome. And that when we when we came across that Facebook story, she texted Christopher to say, "Oh my God, your friend said that she had Facebook in college, and like 
that can't be possible. Isn't she the same age as you? <laughs> yeah, Taya. Fact checking. I like it. So Taya fact checked us. If you live in Washington, D.C., you're just like a natural fact checker. Uh, you you can't let <laughs> shit slide. Taya, I get you. Taya you, is staying vigilant. She can't let shit slide. <laughs> no, she can't. She's too close. She's too close. Oh my God, I love that so much. She's too so close. So, so she totally fact checked, which was great. And then Chris text. so Chris was texting me all of this via, you know, this conversation. And then he's like, oh my God, and your brother's fact checking? He's definitely going to call you out on this. So then the next, you know, two days later, I post a video on YouTube and the very first comment from Fred, the first and only comment from Fred is Mark Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg invented Facebook in 2004. Therefore, Heidi, there is no way that you could have been on Facebook in college. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, so, uh, turns out I did not have Facebook in college. I could have sworn that there was something like not MySpace Cause I think I was about to say, I think I had MySpace in high school, but I'm afraid to commit to that now with all the fact checking, but I feel so, like, uh, you are still younger than me though, because my <laughs> senior year in high school, I took mm-hmm. an economics class and my professor, it was like, we're about to go off to graduate. Yeah. And he's like, you guys, friends, people, what is coming? You will not believe it is called the information super highway. <laughs> and we were like, <gasps> huh? Okay. And he's like, it's the World Wide Web. And he wrote WWW on the board. And we were yeah. just like, whoa. Senior in high school. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Like but that. look how young I look. You do look young. You are aging in reverse. And we really aren't that far apart in age, I don't think. No, we're only like two years. Five up. years. No. How old I'm are 38. you? 38. Oh, well, I think you're 37. And, and well, I'm 42. Awesome. <laughs> so oh, I, thought 40, I thought you were 41. <laughs> I'm 42. Okay. Um, so this is, that's good. But look uh, how young I look. <laughs> you do look young. Aging in reverse over here, just through natural remedies, like running ultra distances and taking care of our bodies and drinking, drinking a pickles. lot of Diet Coke. <laughs> DC, I'm ready for that sponsorship gig, by the way. <laughs> okay, so this week... Um, 7-Eleven's going to be the one ringing us up. We'll be <laughs> like, yes, we want to sponsor, sponsor where all the meth heads hang out. That's right. We'll take. I would take a sponsorship of any kind, I think. I should we be could. judicious, yeah. judicious yeah. with that. Oh, one last thing about the story with Chris. So because Chris recommended the show to, to Taya in DC, uh, we sent Chris a ship a dick box. It's oh. coming! He, Thank I, you, Chris. It should have already arrived we uh, hope by you the like, time... We hope you like penises. By the time this airs... <laughs> Cute cardboard penises. And I'm asking Chris, I want to ask Chris on the show, um, by the time he listens to it, I think he'll have it. Uh, when you get it, I want you to um, post on social, tag us in it, please. Yeah, if you can do that, that'd be great. Lots of disease. That would mm-hmm. be awesome. Okay, so uh, one of the things that we are talking about this week is uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians has released their trailer for their new season. And guess season what? 16. Six fucking teen. <laughs> <laughs> I had the same thought because, okay, first of all, I prepped. How many seasons a year are they doing? I don't That's even know. That's what I need to know. I don't even know. How many seasons? Like, they are literally always on camera, always right? On. Yeah. Okay, so I prepped a little bit for the show by actually watching a full episode of Keep K-U-W-T-K, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, uh, before I came here. And as I was selecting it on TV, because it's always on the E! channel, like, just marathons of it all the time, because there's just hours of footage of these chicks, uh, it was like season 15. And I had the same thought. How many seasons of this? What is even? What is, hap, what is happening even right now? Okay, so this, that this like is the Twilight Zone. Like, you realize <laughs> that? So strange. So one of the things that I had another the second thought I had while watching it today was like it's a lot of filler on the show, and these chicks are always talking about like we work so hard, we're business women, and like 
they were all just hanging out. They're on, always on a couch. They're just always on a couch. Aren't they though? Like, I mean, I don't watch it, so I really don't have a place no, to say that. But when I see, whenever I see something, they're always, always on a couch. Always on a couch. And in this particular episode, Chloe was early in her pregnancy and she hadn't announced it yet. So she was like, she was refusing to leave her house. And Kim was like, you haven't left the house in like three weeks. And she was like, I don't care. I'm ordering everything from, she was ordering everything from Alexa to have refilled and sent directly to her house. She was like completely hunkering down, unwilling to leave her house and just like, be on a couch for six weeks at a time. Yeah. So I don't know how, I mean, I know that on the, in this day it's and a, age. It's a cautionary tale. Ga- <laughs> People, <laughs> listeners, this is a cautionary uh, tale. I'm going to do the Sandy. Yes. Like, oh God. Isn't it though? Like, it okay. be careful who you emulate. Get, get in bed with. Get, get on the couch with. Yeah. So, um, so one of the things that's happening in this trailer is Chloe is de- the trailer is teasing the breakup of her marriage um, with the Jordan the, Woods. Yeah. The trailer is teasing the most dramatic season of KUWTK yet. Do you want to do did it? Did I say a, that You right? did. You did. Oh, hell yeah. Killing it. Uh, do I want to do what? Do you want to do an impression of Chloe at all? Well, can you do like the dramatic background music? Uh, I can't remember it. Oh. Well, it was just like very dramatic. It was like, and it was like this super filtered light pink. And she's just like, well, I liked it when she screamed into the phone. That was good. That was the link that you sent me only. No, that's okay. I asked for it. I literally asked for it. It's perfectly fine. The link that you sent me, I only, I played it and it only had her saying, this is not TV. This is my life. Yeah. And it had me thinking like, uh, no. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Cautionary tale. 16 seasons. 16 seasons. is TV and it is her life. And she and this whole family has sold their soul. And then they're like, I don't wonder why this whole trailer, they're crying. Everybody's crying. crying. Nobody's happy. They're all talking about how much shit Mm -hmm. they've been through, how hard their lives have been. Yeah. Um, But they look perfect. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I just had the thought like, well, like this, that's the cost of doing business. Like you have a life that allows you to sit on the couch because your life is TV. So sorry. I don't feel sorry for you. Well, I agree with you, but I do feel um, I don't know. It's not empathy because I can't relate. <laughs> I feel some sort of sympathy for them because it's because they're so blind to they have mm. done this to themselves. Yes, and they're so wrapped in the bondage of self. Yeah, that they don't even so see how yeah. how ridiculous it looks. Yeah, and I mean, my the, I think this it, yeah. it coincides with what you're think with with what you're saying, um, which is that I had this thought of like, oh, it's a cost of doing business, and then I thought, but they can get out because like Rob Kardashian is part of the family and he's not a part of the show anymore, right? And there's a Jenner, Brody Jenner did the OC, but he's related to those Jenner girls the younger sisters and he's not on the show anymore. So like if they were, if they had some emerge, if they emerge, if some kind of self-awareness emerged about the kind of situation that they've created for themselves, that puts them in this much amount of this much pain, I believe that they could get out. Yeah. Well, yes, absolutely. Um, (laughs) It's like insert easy getting out of the mafia joke, but I do think that they, Chris Jenner's like fucking Don Corleone. Yeah, I don't know if they could get out, but I I do believe that they can. I do. I do think you're correct, but I think that, um, I mean, the things that they cry over are not things. No. And so there's, their sense of reality is so warped. Yeah. Really distorted. I don't know. 
I don't know that they would be able to value getting out. Right. Like, I don't... What would even happen to them if they weren't on the show? Yeah. And they had some freedom and they didn't have this whole thing to obsess over. Right. If they weren't in the middle of stirring the pot up all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I completely agree. (laughs) So I did watch the whole trailer. Uh And one thing that just like filled me up with love was Kanye. Uh, Fucking I just I just love Kanye. He does church now. Uh I don't know if you do that. If you know that. I did not know that. He gets everybody out in their finest whites and... (laughs) Calabasas, yeah. Come to Calabasas on your. We have the biggest um, choir you'll ever have. There, oh. he's leading the choir. There, he's not driving music. a Rav Four to church. I know that from listening <sighs> to his the music. Fuck you think I rap for to f- push a fucking Rav Four? No, I know that's like not. one of the best lines <laughs> ever. Um, I, I can't. Pretty good about remembering I, that one. <laughs> I can't look at a Rav Four without shaking my head. Like, oh, you settled. You settled for that Rav Four. Um, but yeah, he he does church and he does music, and yeah. it's just a, in the trailer. It like always cuts to Kanye with his choir. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm here for the choir, Kanye. I'm here for you, and I'm here for the choir. I'm here for it. Well, and then in another clip that I saw that was airing in this season 15 for season 16 of the episode I was watching today, uh, there was talk about uh, somebody was like Courtney is completely obsessed with Kanye, and then cuts to Kim saying, "Well, the family that swaps together stays together." Blah blah blah. So oh, you might, but it's interesting because Courtney in the episode I was watching is going to therapy and is like trying starting to try to extricate herself a little bit like getting a sense of how twisted everyone's reality is and it's making everyone really mad right nobody likes that she's starting to like maybe have some other thoughts than like the machine yeah wants her to have (laughs) well i mean didn't we talk about this how if courtney disappeared nobody would notice yeah <laughs> and then Kim said as much on a, an yeah. episode, like you're the least interesting to look yeah. at. That's why we were so talking about it. I don't it. know. I don't know why they'd be so upset if she went to therapy. <sighs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say. I don't know what else to say about that. I don't it's, know. That might be it. Yeah, I mean, good good luck to you guys. And I and pain is pain. And pain is I pain. Do think that Chloe's going to be in pain for season sixteen? They all are. They I mean, all based are. on the trailer. They're all in pain <laughs> all the time. Season Every episode. Yeah, more crying. <laughs> more more ugly cries out of you, Kim. We want to. We want you to bring that back. Okay. Well, two weeks ago we talked about the fact that A Rod and J Lo were getting engaged. We did. And at the time, and we clearly I don't remember what we said. Uh, no, <laughs> I'll remind you. <laughs> yeah, I'll provide you some recollection with some inflection. Uh, so uh, we had a picture of them, which I think Mark's going to put up if you're watching us on YouTube. And uh, at the time. I put this picture up. I asked Mark to throw it up. And Sandy's response to this was, um, was, oh my God, that is not real. You know, that is not real. You know that she rehearsed that, which I was like, I can't believe I said that. I don't even remember saying that. That was amazing. It was amazingly accurate. Did I say that you guys? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was awesome. (laughs) And news outlets are reporting that this picture was in fact staged, that they did it several times to get the appropriate reaction before everyone kind of signed off on it or whatever. So I'm just saying that, you know, once again, all gold pod is ahead of the curve. Go with your gut girl. We are staying vigilant on top of this stuff. So you want to tune in here first if you want to get the story, because we were also the first ones to break something. Oh, we, we were talking about R Kelly weeks before, uh, surviving r kelly came out so we're on the cutting that's true but it was years and years that he had been in the news and being sued and going to court and all that that's true and then you did you came across the article how did you do that how did you come across that i can't remember 
Can you remember? I can't remember two weeks ago mm. saying that that was That's fake. Okay. Yeah, I, that was but a, it, <laughs> it came across my purview. Yes, it did. I don't remember how. It came how. across our desk somehow. <laughs> anyway, we were on top of the story. All I'm saying is we're Cracker Jack reporters. We play fast and loose with the facts. No one should be using us as their primary news source. Okay, the next. But, you, but they should. But they should. <laughs> they should. Because we yeah. have good instincts. We, we have poor facts, good instincts. Exactly. <laughs> Love it. Uh, and some savage news. I have a couple of stories of like just some real ass savagery that I am here for <laughs> that I like. There's a new book coming out. I'm not going to bore you with the title or the name of the woman who's writing it because frankly, I didn't write it all down, but <laughs> I did. Uh, there's this book coming out from a conservative pundit, I think, that is uh, a memoir of Barbara Bush. So uh, Barbara Bush, the matriarch of the Bush family, uh, died, and the book discloses that Barbara Bush had a tremendous hatred for Donald Trump. Like, infuriating fire of a thousand suns, like most of us have, yeah, actually. I, can yeah. I think there is I empathy here. I never thought I would say never. that I could relate to Barbara Bush. I know. I, I, but here I am. Here you are relating. And yeah. in fact, uh, in the book, they uh, she did an interview at some stage. The book recounts the interview that she gave in her in her last days. And um, it asked her, did she still consider herself a conservative Republican? And she said, you know, today, maybe. She, she had shifted. She said, I... If you ask me in November, I don't think so. Um, so she could kind of see the writing on the wall um, for this Trump candidacy, and she was prepared to step away from the Republican Party. So anyway, but the thing that's savage about this that I like is that apparently her hatred, she hated Donald Trump's goddamn guts so much that on her bedside, somebody gave her a clock with a countdown to his end of days, uh, the end of his term. So it counts the days, hours, minutes, and seconds until the Trump presidency First, and oh my God, hopefully only uh, <laughs> uh, Trump presidency is done. And I just think that is a fucking, and she took that gift and she put it on her nightstand and every night she looked at it going to bed and every night she looked at it going, you know, waking up. And I just feel like uh, maybe that's what gave her a heart attack. It's like, oh my God, oh my God. there's <laughs> still so much time. I found this story on Vice and they were connecting the two as well. So again, your instincts are right on that. Perhaps her Trump countdown clock actually gave her the heart attack that killed her savage ass at 92 years old. So mm. rest in power, Barbara, uh, because I don't know, that's just a wild, I, I agree. I never thought I would have any kind of um, empathy or resonance with B squared and yet. <laughs> yeah, here we are. Here we are. Um, so like in Twilight that Zone. was crazy. It's and then the, weird time. <laughs> the other thing that's crazy that is trending today is a phrase called, you were at my wedding, Denise. Okay. Okay. I like these phrases that trend with names. I'm always way yes. behind on them. I agree. I'm really here for this Except one too. Except by Felicia. I got sick of all these white people saying by mm -hmm. Felicia and they didn't even know where the fuck that came from. Mm -mm. I didn't have time for that. Mm -mm. So that not that one, but all the other ones, like there was one about Daniel. Oh yeah. Damn Daniel. Yeah. I, I had Sneaks. no idea. I was way behind <laughs> on that. I'm like, why is everyone saying damn Daniel? Well, you're getting out ahead on, you're getting ahead on this one out okay. in front. Okay. okay. So here, here is the backstory to you were at my wedding. Wedding Denise, again, a conservative pundit, um, was writing a piece about, uh, oh, I wrote all the notes down on this one, so I can tell you, I can tell you the story. Okay, so a woman named Denise McAllister, she's a conservative pundit, she tweeted this week, can someone explain to me the purpose of the show, The View? 
Now, uh, for those of you that do not have daytime television on all the time. Yeah. You know, I feel like I could ask that question. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. I can tell you a little bit about it. It's basically a round table. Whoopi Goldberg, Joy Bayer, a couple of other people that I don't know their names and Megan Uh, McCain McCain. represents the conservative. She's basically like the single conservative on the panel. Right. Um, She's pretty moderate and she is pretty moderate. And you know, she kind of has, I, I have been watching it because I'm home during the day now and I have it on as noise because it just comes whatever, you know? So I'm like, it's like tangentially in my experience these days. And I have to say, I feel like she has some big shoes to fill. She has like kind of been tiptoeing into the political arena and into the uh, media realm for a while now. And like, you know, she continues to like do her very best to honor John McCain's legacy, her father. And like, she is, you know, such a great defender of him and his politics. And I I do think that she's like pretty moderate um, on the conservative scale you know um but i'm not entirely sure because i just really still don't know everything about her i get a fight you know my feeling is and and fred can correct me (laughs) i feel like back in the day she used i think she was a trump supporter like way back okay kind of she because i remember hearing her kind of stick up for him Mm. and then i recently when i've more recently heard from her Uh you can tell she is not yes. at all. Yeah, she's so been critical that's now. that's why I think that. And in fairness, she's like one of few Republicans to stand up to this lunatic um, and say like, you're wrong, basically. Okay, so that's who's on The View. So McAllister tweeted, can someone explain to me the purpose of the show, The View? It seems to me to be a round table of delusional mental midgets, ricocheting ignorance and lack of emotional regulation. To which McCain clapped back, you were at my wedding, Denise. Okay, that's a clap Damn, back. I guess it's a clap back. I mean, I just think like, okay, Denise is pretty fucking savage for being yeah. at <laughs> Megan Denise, McCain's so wedding. So Denise is behaving how like yes. conservative Republicans now mm-hmm. feel totally empowered to behave. Just incendiary, which is like a child, rude, childish. Yeah, completely agree. Yeah, so uh, yeah. Completely agree. So anyway, uh, McCain responded, you were at my wedding, Denise, and the internet has just gone wild with it. Like, it's a meme now. It's pre- it's kind of funny just to, I think even just the cadence of it, like you can just hear someone saying, being disgusted with like having to be on the receiving end of that vitriol and just be like, oh, you were at my wedding, Denise. Damn, you know? Yeah. Um, anyway, it was probably a really big wedding. Though. It was, it might've been. I don't know. She I wasn't there. didn't invite people for the right reasons. So. <laughs> I wasn't there. Okay. And so then, Megan, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I don't to know. I don't know. Um, so the last thing, the last big story that I have for us is um, a story. I just want to say, what the fuck, Portland? What the fuck, Portland? What the fuck? What the actual fuck, Portland? Portland, what's gotten into you? Oh my God. Days? Today, really... today in Portland. We need Rahm Emanuel to be our mayor. Okay. Can we transfer him? Do they transfer mayors? I hope so. We want to transfer. Over. Come on over, Rom. Okay, if you're watching us on YouTube, Mark has the mug shut up right now. He kind of looks like Mark a little <laughs> bit. Oh, God. <laughs> Doesn't he, though? Uh, I don't know. I mean, they have they both have high cheekbones. I don't think that... I don't know. I feel uncomfortable saying that he looks like Mark because I have eyes. a list of all... <laughs> Yeah, Mark would never oh. wear that sweater. Oh, I think Mark has that sweater. No way. I don't know. Okay, it has a zipper. <laughs> that sweater has like a zip-up collar. I need one. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so... I'll do a face reveal if we get, we get a sweater. <laughs> we should you heard do that, listeners. Side side. Maybe next week we could do a side-by-side. 
We'll do a side by side, but I don't know if you heard that, listeners, because Mark's not on mic. But he said he will do a face reveal if he gets that sweater, up sweater, and then we can do a side by side comparison. Well, in this case of what the fuck, Portland, I will tell you today, police arrested this guy whose name I didn't write down um, because he was touching a woman on TriMet, which is like our public transportation system here. Uh, that alone is disgusting. But the reason he's really like the the additional detail, the reason this is on everyone's radars today, is that since 2009, he's been convicted or implicated in numerous instances of cutting women's hair off on TriMet, riding behind someone and cutting off their hair, um, gluing their hair to, gluing stuff to their hair. <laughs> or, he just never had a little sister. He oh, needed a little sister. He no, never had wait one. Wait for the last one. Or ejaculating into women's hair uh, on TriMet buses. So I just want to say, this is the kind of bullshit that's going down in Portland right now. So if you want to move here, get ready to put up with this jackass because I guarantee he will be out again in 24 hours. What's his name? I don't I don't know his name. I got to find the story. I'll find the story. Whatever your name you is, can buy I me some time. fucking dare you to ejaculate in my hair. Oh my God, I <laughs> I triple dog dare you to ejaculate in my hair. Okay, uh, you hear that? Yeah, exactly. I mean, Shit's it is going to get real. I cannot imagine. I, the only thing I can think is like women maybe didn't realize it was happening at the time it happened because I seriously, I like Someone I agree with realized you. It. Well, yeah. And maybe, ap- I, yeah, I don't know. I was going to say, because if that happened in the moment, I just feel like you would just turn around and fucking murder someone. Sometimes <laughs> I learned this on Married to Medicine LA. Sometimes yeah. you got to pick someone up and throw them on their head. Yeah. Agreed. That agreed. was somebody's advice to their children about how to deal with bullies. Oh, God. <laughs> Just got to pick them up, throw them on their head. On the concrete, though, not on the carpeted floor. You bought me some time, and I got to his name. His name is Jared Walter. He looks like a Jared. Jared. J-Wall. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Let's not give him a celebrity name. <laughs> no, no, thank you. No, thank you. Um He's Skyping in. He will not be (laughs) Skyping in. No, that's not a thing. I'm sure that the charges will be dropped. That's not a thing that's happening. (laughs) Um, uh, Okay, so we are at the point of the show. The point of the show where... Where I think we're going to move into our major topic for tonight. Oh, no, it's a major topic. Major topic. It's like not a a little earthquake. It's a major. It's a major. Major. Your house is going to need insurance for this shit. You better fucking get your earthquake insurance dialed for the waves that this conversation is going to make. Nice. <laughs> nice. Okay, y'all should, might want to manage your expectations a little bit. <laughs> Major topic ahead. Major topic ahead. So Sandy and I are, uh, we are prepared. We've been through the ringer on the dating, uh, through the ringer. I mean, we've been, we've dated. There was some ringing. There was some ringing. We've done some dating in our time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're two, like, ladies who dated. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies who dated. Okay, so we have experience in the dating. We have experience in the dating. It's true. Okay, so we have lots a couple and lots. <laughs> experience. We wanted to give our listeners our uh, our tips on dating do's because a couple weeks ago we talked about bachelor inspired dating don'ts, and before that we talked about how to survive a breakup. And it's springtime, and it just might be time to freshen up on dating and dating do's. Yes. Yes. I really feel like I should have prepared for this, but I feel like I might be able to even, I'm so, (laughs) I am so good at this. It's internalized. You know it. I'm so good at this. I think I could do this without preparing. I just might be able, might not be able to do my full best, but you'll have to wait for my um, service, my service for that. Your service? (laughs) My service. Like what kind of service? I don't know. Maybe I'll be a pimp. 
Our, oh, you're, oh, I get what you're like a or coach. madam. Uh, like, uh, oh, you're going to be like uh, hireable. Yeah, like, um, there's this woman People on pay internet. For yeah. <laughs> there's a woman on internet. <laughs> there, there's a woman. <laughs> there's a woman on the gram, on the World on Wide the Web. World Wide there's Web. a woman on the World Wide Web. She's Mind called blow. the Ho Mentor. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like it. <laughs> We're following her. Oh, yeah. She's actually pretty messed up. But I'm like, if this chick can be a Ho Mentor, yeah. like, there is room for me to be like a, a like a, 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 a grown ass woman mentor. Yeah, a, yeah, a grown yeah. woman mentor. Yeah. GWM. We'll have to get a acronym, yeah. a good acronym going. Well, I'm gonna give I'm gonna tee them up, tee some of them up for you. What the first one that I have on my list is is yours. So I don't want to okay. take credit for it. But uh I well, I mean I agree with it. I'll just say, okay, the first one is I call this you gotta level up and get a mindset change. Oh yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is like totally TM'd by me because I blow everybody's wig back when I say this. Yes. But so, it's super fucking important. Yeah. Level up, get your mindset change. And Sandy, why don't you tell them what that means? Don't bother. Don't bother. Like, so I, I use this talking about internet dating, but mm-hmm. it's anything, no matter where you're going to meet, whoever you're going to meet, whether it's mm-hmm. the supermarket, the club, the golf course, wherever it is you're going. Yeah. Um, you gotta, you gotta know that you're the baddest bitch in the room. Yep. That's true. So nope. And that you are doing the selecting. Yes. Yes. So not that you are being selected. It's not about winning someone's affection. It's about who meets your standards, who is good. You are doing the picking. Yes. So that's why I called it mindset change. Cause I think so many, I will speak for myself. I certainly had approached the dating game in terms of like, who will pick me? How can I make them pick me? Mm-hmm. And it changes when it's like, Oh, now I'm in charge. I'm selecting. So mm-hmm. I would say become the selector. Yes. And part of becoming the selector is having that confidence of like, I, I know who I am. I am okay yeah. with where I'm at. And I'm in a position to be the picker because yeah. I'm the baddest bitch in the room. And, you know, you could be the baddest bitch in the room among other bad bitches. Right. That's okay. It doesn't mean everybody else has to be, sh- you know. Yeah, I agree. So you're the baddest bitch in the room among other bitches. But then it's like, so who gets me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I decide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not like waiting for you to decide. Yeah. So that's a big mindset change that I think is super important. Um, the second one that I have is be ruthless. Why not? So I feel like one of the dating traps that I feel like people fall into is like this concept of like, oh, you're looking through all these pictures and there's like another guy outdoors with his dog with a mountain in the back. And he's like moderately cute. And he has like something witty to say. And I just feel like, you know what? You must be attracted to him. I don't think you need to fuck him right away, but you must want to fuck him. I said that too. That's me too. Yeah. Yeah. We agree on this one. Yeah. 1000%. So you be ruthless. If you look at his picture and you have to talk yourself into liking it bye be ruthless yeah that's what i think can i like add something to that absolutely and because this is where i mean i think that people could be like oh yeah of course i would only you know i I think people would easily see where that seems obvious Mm -hmm. but it's not Mm -hmm. we don't if it were obvious we wouldn't have to say it but what that means is you know that so when you go especially like online dating you choose all these filters Mm -hmm. um and then you tend to like loosen your filters yes you expanded (laughs) and so it's like or or the whatever the algorithm is it'll slide some people in who don't meet your filters Mm -hmm. and you'll notice oh I really didn't want to be with 
I really didn't want to date someone who's separated because yeah. that actually fucking means they're married. Yes. <laughs> do, 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 do. That's that another insane. one. That's a critical. Do not. Okay, this is dating dues, but yeah. you do not date a married man and that means separated too. Yeah, okay. agreed. I'll set that aside, but like that's where like, some, well, okay, well he popped in and he looks great, but it says he's separated, but he's got everything else. Mm-hmm. So I don't really want to date a separated mm-hmm. guy, but I could just meet him. Yeah. And don't then three months that. later, you're in tears because he's fucking married. Yeah, yeah, And you're yeah. like, I don't know why I'm so sad. Yeah. And it's like, well, because you put yourself in a position to be hurt because you didn't stay true to what you want. That's right. So do be ruthless and do date single people. Yes. Yes. It's yeah. that, that's or, a, but whatever the filter is. And a lot yeah. of it, like another one is is profession. Like it was important for mm-hmm. me to date a professional person. Now, I know there are people out there who are like, oh, it doesn't matter how much money they make. I mm-hmm. could date a painter, whatever. But be realistic yeah. about this. Be realistic if you're a professional person, what dating a painter looks like. Yep. And if you really do want to date a painter, more power to you. Um, but if you're realistic about it and you really would prefer to date a professional person with a car and an income. Mm-hmm. Like that was one of my things. Cause I dated a guy who bike commuted for a really long time mm-hmm. and there for me, yeah. for me, I, I didn't like having to drive his fucking ass around everywhere. Yeah. Sure. So I made like, I will never date another guy who doesn't, have a car in the city um so like if that's your thing like stick to it if it's important that they are a professional and have mm-hmm. an income mm-hmm. stick to it don't be like oh he's cute he meets the criteria but he's a bartender but, and yeah, or oh, he's cute or he's but, unemployed and but yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll just go anyway so right. that's i think those are the more realistic applications of be ruthless yeah i completely agree and actually it leads us into the next point which is i think something you and i have both done make an ideals list Oh yeah. So make a list of your filters or your preferences, right? Like has to be currently employed because that's another one. That's a really good one where it's like, oh, well he's going to be employed. Like, no, he's not right now, which is the same as separated. Oh, he's going to be single. No, he might not. And he's not right now. And he's certainly not emotionally available. So bye. You know, like, wait, uh, wait, if he's unemployed, he's emotionally no, 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 unavailable. No, no. If, he's, oh. if he's separated, <laughs> okay. if, he's separa- if he's going through a separation, like, he's not whoa! available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, uh, no, okay. no, right. Exactly. But, uh, so you need yes. to make an ideals list of basically how you're going to set your filters so that you know what to stick to when the algorithm slips somebody in so you can stay vigilant. Right, right. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, a kind of sub point to that is something that you and I also both practice, which is that uh, then you have to live up to your ideals yourself. Right. So like, I mean, that's I think that that's my number one when like you sent me this. Mm-hmm. message and um, I was like, well, what would I say about that? It is that like. And then I'm going to be like gender normative here. Mm-hmm. It's, it's okay. like, I want to, I want, based on the ideals list, I want to be the man that I want to date. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, and, um, and it, it goes back to, you probably have something prepared to say about it or something that at least makes sense. I'm like, no, that makes perfect sense. But it's that thing where it's like, if I, if I possess these qualities and I'm going to shine this light and this mm-hmm. energy, this energy will then be able to match with the person that I'm looking for. Yes, exactly. So not only on a spiritual and kind of energetic level, is there this importance of like, Oh, if I'm looking to date someone who's an honest man, I also need to be an honest woman. Cause I will attract, you know, what I put out attracts what I, get back right but also just in like a logistic way on some of the stuff that might be lower down on your ideals list like if you want to date a if you want to date a snowboarder you're like more likely to meet one if you also snowboard right so like 
it just there is some practicality yeah, and to the it. snowboarder is going to be more likely to want to date you if you also snowboard because right. that's usually pretty important to people is that yeah. they share the same some common interests yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so there are a number of levels on which this ideals list is useful uh, energetically spiritually and also just yeah. like logistically well it's interesting that um, because to me those are more that's more of a deal breaker list or or because that's more of a um, preliminary list than an ideals list my ideals list was about the ideal man and the ideal relationship and the things that I had on my ideals list were not things that you could really determine mm. um, just okay. like screening online sure. who I'm going to date the first few dates for instance on my ideals list was um, somebody with a really good relationship with their mother mm-hmm. and um, oh somebody, you're right you're not going to find that on you're not going to find that online. on their profile yeah Might somebody who's connected <laughs> to friends and family yeah, you're not yeah. going to be able to find yeah. that online so I totally support making an ideals list and um, you know that's the real important mm. stuff and I I had a note in my phone with my ideals list and I had made notes about a couple people I dated about like how many ideals they hit and what were my like thoughts and concerns and then I had like one note that was like the date like Joey hits everyone (laughs) and then the date like six months later Joey still hits everyone oh that's awesome and then I you know looked at it again and then I just had to like put again he still hits everyone and and then also I still hit everyone those ideals are still incredibly important to me so the ideals list to me I just want to put a plug in because it is also incredibly important it's a part of like going back to what we've talked to before go you got to know yourself Mm. you got to know yourself well you have to know who you are and trust yourself and love yourself mm-hmm. before a list like this can be produced before you know a, like a truly genuine partnership can be made with somebody I yeah. think I think you're absolutely right and I love that you have identified kind of the subtle difference between I, you should make two lists frankly this, this is becoming a do <laughs> two make lists. two lists make a deal breakers list on some sh- on some stuff that you can find out from their profile or from you know from their first the first date and make an ideals list of some deeper stuff that you're going to need to find some answers to the critical thing is that you make both of these lists before you start dating yeah that would yeah. be really confusing because it's like real easy then the list would become the person <laughs> yes, you're dating exactly right? it's real easy yeah. no matter how much integrity everyone has it's real easy to like not make the list and then start dating someone and be like oh my god my list looks just like this person yeah. so like make that shit before especially if you're someone who's like you know a lot of people kind of continuously date but a lot of people also take breaks so if you like take a break from dating and you're coming back to it take the time to make both of these lists before you like go back out there just saying. And, you know, Heidi and I, when we're talking about dating do's and don'ts, we're always talking to the person who is tired of fucking around. Yes. Tired of playing the games. Mm-hmm. Like, you're already through that. It's really fun dating a bunch of people. Yeah. You're already past that. It's really fun, like, waking up in a different bed every morning. Yeah. Like, you're done with that, and you're looking for some type of, of partnership. A relationship. A relationship. Yes. Yeah. I totally... I, that's an important qualifier. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not looking for a relationship, then you can just fast forward. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> This is or all... you can just listen along and someday you'll need it. You know what I mean? I mean, right. that's actually, that's such an important detail. Um, okay. The next thing that I have is kind of a wah, wah, but I, I think it's important. I say do cut it short if it's not a vibe. If you meet with them and it, or them and you're like not really that interested, girl, you don't have time to waste. Bye. Just be done. It, you can be, you can be polite about it. 
you don't need to be a bitch about it, but you can just be like, this is, you know, simplest form of the truth on this one. I just don't think we're clicking. Gotta go, whatever. Totally. And you mean like on the date, like you don't have to sit through the two hours and then wait for the person to painfully ask you to like go get coffee now. (laughs) Yeah. You don't have to do that. No, don't do that. No. And don't do it. You are worth more than that. Know your worth and add tax. Cut the shit short. If you are not getting a vibe. I was um, standing in line at Townsend's Tea one day and I, it was the longest line. It's typical Portland line. And I hit it off with this guy and we chatted and we laughed and he was so funny and he made me laugh. Like I was rolling through the line yeah and then so he asks me out and I go out with him and I thought because we had such a fun time standing in line which really it was is he just entertained me while we were in line <laughs> like that I owed it to go out with him yeah. I went out with this man five times oh until God, I was Sandy. like I am not attracted to him I can't even fathom kissing this mm-hmm. man and now mm-hmm. we're on like the fifth date yeah we've already like left town together and yeah. hiked up like a Washingtonian mountain together <laughs> and I'm like oh shit I was in deep and it was hard to extricate myself and it was awkward don't do what I did yeah and you don't can, do what I did and not if you want a relationship no mm-hmm. no but that did help me find Joey because that was part of what like fired me up that I will not date somebody I'm not attracted to yes yes 1000% agree 1000% agree this is one that uh, is Sandy's but I have it on my list because I know you need want to talk about it uh, do set a date yeah do not with the endless messaging. Oh yeah. yeah. I hear, I hear the kids are doing that. These kids days. are doing this nonstop messaging. If you want to go out with someone and that my kind of next point is, uh, is dovetails with this and don't go ahead and do make the first move. Yeah. Well, let me add something about setting a date. Okay. Here I am. I'm going to be gender normative again. It's going to be a fucking date. Yeah. You are worth being taken out on a date. That's right. And that means he gonna pay boo (laughs) and that is okay yes that is is okay and that is how like what you always say we're so good at this together Heidi always said you teach people how to treat you that's right and that is number one you're teaching this person how to treat you yeah and if this person is not willing to pay that really says a lot yeah and it's part of like I am selecting you right so show me why I should select you Yes. Blow my, you know, woo me. This is a date. It's a date. It's not a, it's not a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> why, what, what was that for? Well, because Joey, while Joey did take me out and pay and do all that, he one later down the road referred to our first date as not our first date, but a meeting. <laughs> and I think the reason he did that is because our second date was like really nice and yeah. really lovely yeah. where he like, I remember your second he date. He pulled out actually. all the yeah. stops on the he second did. one. So maybe like he was just trying to qualify that as like the date. Yeah. But I was like, oh no, that was a date. Like just, you know, he didn't pick me up and I'm not saying that this person's going to pick you up at your house. Yeah. yeah that might be we're dangerous. Gonna, we're going to keep all the but rules like, of safety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can yep. still meet this person somewhere, but yeah. it will be a date and they will pay. Yeah. And so I, Yes, absolutely. So that is And don't like, feel sheepish when the bill comes. You just yeah, look at just it and you, you look at the bill and you look at him and that's how it works. <laughs> yes. And you own that shit because you're the baddest bitch in the room. That's right. People, the people need to hear this, Sandy. Yes. I am so glad we're doing this episode. Yes. This is so good. I can't wait. I, 
there's so this is good. Um, well, I noticed Mark stopped smiling with that one. He's <laughs> <laughs> making a frowny face. He's making a frowny face. Um, okay, and then so then I do say do make the first move. I now this is a little bit like you know last week we talked about or a couple weeks ago we gave advice to someone who was like should I make the first move and you know we mentioned like that you'll know if they want to go out with you because they'll make the first move. Um, but in this age of like the back and forth messaging and the blah blah blah, I just feel like your time is valuable. It's worth getting down to it. If there's someone that you want to see like that you would like to select go ahead message them make the first move set the date and get done with it you know i'm on board with that i think i'm comfortable suggesting that oh yeah, yeah. totally um and then the, the, and, and they can still pay and they can still pay that's right yeah <laughs> glad you added that yeah um, because some people might think some people might not think that and yeah. i think it's important um, yeah and you you may need to just like phrase it as like you know i would like you to take me out on a date yeah i love that that's anyway. good. Uh, DM us if you need any lines for setting the date. We will we will basically almost do it for you. We I don't will. Know. Yeah. We will. Uh, yeah, we would. <laughs> uh, and the last thing that I have on here, this is certainly not an exhaustive list, but it is the last thing that I have. We can see if we need to add anything else on the, on the end. Is I say, do pay for a service. Like, uh, What does that mean? Uh, if you're doing online dating, go ahead and like, I, I know, go ahead and skip the free shit. Why? Because I feel like it's more of an investment. Like people, I feel like people are more serious when they have to pay even like a $5 a month fee or whatever. Right. Like now it's a recurring fee on my bank card. Like I'm, it means I'm there for something, not just fucking, not just messaging. It means like I'm there for a reason. And also it demonstrates someone who's willing to pay to like, or willing to make an investment in order to meet someone that they click with. I, I'm kind of on the print. The principle sounds, the principle sounds good. I'm not entirely good. sure about how it all fleshes out. I just yeah. wanted to put it out there. I mean, it's a good thought. Cause I always wondered, um, because not too long ago I, I said probably on this podcast, like, Oh, I met Joey on match. And then I was like, wait, no, it wasn't match. It was okay. Cupid mm-hmm. and match is a paid service and okay. Cupid isn't. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wonder why I did that. But I think I, I think I did, um, okay. Cupid because of the spontaneity. Like I just like mm-hmm. had this like hair and up my ass. Like up. I'm going to choose somebody. I'm going to write like a real quick profile. Um, but, but I met Joey on okay. Cupid and it mm-hmm. was a free one and, and he's not, and he, and he wasn't out trying to fuck people. Well, <laughs> I don't know about that, <laughs> but he was definitely, he is, he is definitely an emotionally available person who was yeah. looking, um, for a relationship to be invested in and, um, he paid. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, and I also know that people have met on Tinder and had relationships. So I don't, so it seems like it works, but I'm not sure. Yeah. I would, I would say need the more jury's research. out. It would be more nice. research. Maybe actually Fred could listen to this and fact check us. I'll be, yeah. this will be, I would I like mean, to know. I'd be curious about that. The be- principle sounds good. Because I also feel like it's consistent with this idea of like, if especially if you are interested in a man who is employed and has a professional, has a, you know, I just feel like it reads, it weeds out the, the guys that aren't unemployed. That well, aren't see, cheat, this that are, is why I'm nervous about this piece of advice know. because I don't know that it does. I, I think does just either. as many women get like fucked over by the people playing games on those sites too. Yeah. So I think let's do some research on that one. I can pull yeah, that one back. Yeah, no, I'm just not sure, but but I, I, I like what you're saying. I, I like what you're saying, but I 
we're how about this? We're not making any promises about that one. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, we're playing pretty fast yeah. and loose with that one. Yeah, uh, that is all of the. At least you know that the person will have a credit card. How's yeah, that? Uh, there we go. How's At that? the very least, yes. the person will have a credit card. Yes. with we'll have revolving credit. I love it. Well, that rounds out all the dating dues that I have. Can you think of anything that I had listed? They're you know they're not mine. Um, can you think of anything else that needs to be added to this list, kind of off the cuff? That no, we missed. I think when I, I only briefly thought about it and I already shared, shared what I thought about that. And now I can't think of anything. Okay. I mean, I, I have more. Yeah. I have all, I have all the answers. Well, the good news is to get a more comprehensive mm-hmm. list, you can find us when we hit up K2's afternoon live again on April 10th. That's two weeks from now. We'll be doing a segment on dating dues. It will certainly include a couple of these, but it might have some new ones that we think of in the, in the, that we recall or that we add to it. We'll yes. have our best dating dating dues on display uh, when we do that segment. So that's going to be amazing. Uh, the other Can't thing wait. that we have coming up, I just want to, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to make the plug, even oh. though we're not totally confirmed on it. What's the, oh, nothing. Okay. <laughs> I thought I thought of a do, but it was a don't. <laughs> Save uh, it for another one. The last plug that I want to make, this is a big deal. Today on, in, on, on our social media, I put out a call for listener questions because we want to fix your life. That's important. We always want to fix your life. We're always happy to be doling out the advice. We love doing advice segments with specific questions. But this is a big deal because next week we are happy we think next week we're yet to confirm sometime in the coming weeks we are having a guest on the show she's going to Skype in and this is going to be an opportunity to get advice about your life whatever area you might like relationships finances career voting, politics, whatever, from the same person who gave advice to Obama and Biden. Okay? So I'm just saying like this is a woman who gave advice to the best president ever (laughs) and like she could potentially be giving you advice so give us your questions you want to dm them you want to dm them to us fast and furious you want to send them to at all.gold.pod you want to email them to allgoldpod at gmail.com or golden girls allgoldpod no you want to send them to allgoldpod at gmail.com sorry (laughs) that one works too Um, they both work we have a couple email addresses. You're better off DMing them. I think Golden so, Girls is gmail.com. Uh, DM us at all.gold.pod. Or oh, no, that is right. The Real Sandy J. Or That's the G Suite. Honeybee52. Or email us at Golden Girls at allgoldpod.com. <laughs> There's so many ways. So many to ways. Reach Basically, us. we're thirsty for your questions. <laughs> Fucking please send them. Because <laughs> it would be so awesome. I just want this woman to be able to fix your life. It'd be so dope to be like, I got the greatest advice from Obama's former chief of staff. So, uh, anything else that you want to add uh, to the end of the show here, Sandy, as we wrap up? I got nothing. <laughs> We're tentatively committed to that so that'll be exciting we're yeah. we're committed so we're committed uh so it's exciting i'd say it's unconfirmed though it is unconfirmed but either way send us your questions we'll yes, answer them we will a- I they'll mean, get answered i mean i don't know we could answer just as well as anybody else that's true that's true uh so we are sending lots of love light and gold from portland don't forget to stay vigilant yes.